Welcome to the Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and some dag nasty discussion. As always, I'm Kevin Pape. And I'm Daniel. Just Daniel. Just Daniel. Just Daniel. All right. Nothing else. You're going to drag it every time. Every time, absolutely. All right. And actually, I already fucked up. We're we're two seconds into this podcast and I fucked up, Daniel. You know why? Because we're the Save Room Seattle. Save Room Seattle. We... Sounds cooler. Maybe. Kind of. But we can incorporate, like, trees in our logo now. Okay. Trees or, like, gender fluid, like, anthropomorphic blunts okay that's <laughs> like a walking blunt but it's like i'm non-binary you know yeah. are you with me on this I'm one with you, you don't really yeah I'm, I'm hearing you i get it i get the angles you're coming all right from. yeah yeah i'm just trying to kind of steep myself in the culture out here is what okay. it is are you taking it in are you liking it so far do you feel acculturated no that's actually a little too that's a violent acculturated yeah, it's, a violent it's sound if it's, it's not already this, it is now it's up there with like assimilation almost Assimilate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or extermination at that point. Okay, actually. no, those are the extremes. You're getting off. Of more in the middle. What is that now? Now, what is that noise? I don't know. So since we've been here, since we've been sitting in this living room right. recording, because this is our new recording space right now. We don't our new, much... yeah, our new recording space, our brand new town, town home, town home. I guess you could and, say. Uh, we're, we're sitting on the floor, and we're hearing noises from outside in the walls, and we also heard what sounded like a small child running up the stairs in our apartment. Okay, and the proximity of it was there was no way that anybody could be screwing with, with us outside, no. although currently we are being assaulted by our neighbors, because I happen to know them. So and They put a yam on our door. They decided to put a yam in a... This is... I, I, I didn't go to college. Daniel. I know you didn't. I don't know if this was like how you hazed in college. Uh, from what I understand, I've read articles where people stick yams into into freshmen's assholes. Yeah. Not necessarily There's into a, a bit of the yamming going into on a Ziploc bag and on your door. Uh, I didn't know if that was uh This is where it starts. The pe- okay. Yeah. So you think it's just going to get progressively worse neighbor style starring Zac Efron? Probably. Okay. We're Seth Rogen and uh who's the female in that one? Who's the female yeah. in that one? Yeah. There was more than one female. Well, no, so. Seth Rogen and his wife moved to this neighborhood. Oh, his wife? No, I don't know her name. And they are... She's one of those actresses that's like, you're a face. I don't know their name. Hmm. Yeah, kind of like the, you know, um, the, 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 the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. Okay. How he shows up in movies and it's just like, what's his fucking name? Nobody knows his name. But everybody knows his eyebrows. Everybody like, knows his eyebrows. Just... Nobody knows World his name. No. Mm-hmm. We we we're we're getting a little away from the card here because I I feel yeah we're a little compounded right now. Okay. We're in a new element. We've mm-hmm. been here for two weeks. We drove across this great nation of ours, and we're here. And we're not necessarily in Seattle, are we, Daniel? No, we're we're more like on the outskirts. We we manage what we could with we our budgets. Are south. Yeah. Of Seattle. We're S. Seattle. Um, we are in Auburn. Mm. If anybody wants to kind of pinpoint and geolocate us and just murder us, uh, you can do that now. We're in Auburn. It would be pretty easy, yeah. Washington. Mm-hmm. And um, it might happen anyway without anybody trying, <laughs> given this area. I was thinking about this today. So this area that we live in is kind of like... When we were on the road, there would be these places where it's like you have no choice but to get off at to get mm-hmm. some gas. And you're like, huh, I guess there's a Starbucks here. And I think I saw a Kmart back there, but I don't really want to like stay here. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep on moving. We moved to that place yes. is what we did. We moved 
to exactly one of those fucking gas station towns. <laughs> We're actually very near uh, a gas station that Daniel has no love for, for a very specific reason. I mean, I'm mostly afraid of my life, for my life, and everybody around reason. me uh, when I'm near it. Uh, so we <laughs> we live on, on this corner. We have a 7-Eleven on one corner, and then mm-hmm. on the adjacent corner... Uh, there is another gas station. Our 7-Eleven doesn't have uh, any pumps or anything, but this one not only has several pumps, but it also has a large propane tank. A very, a real doozy. Like, not even, like, in a guarded shed or inside. (laughs) It is just fucking out there. Like, underneath power lines and everything. And I... I have to stand on that corner a lot because I walk to work now. Because it's right next to the crosswalk. Yeah. Like, you have to stand at that crosswalk near this fucking propane tank. Yeah. If it day. goes up, I could probably see it from our fucking front door. And it's not even like, you know what? It's good. It's probably... Sick. Like, I smell gas every time I walk... Or Do propane. You? I smell propane every time I walk by that oh, place. Oh, that's not good. You don't think that's good to smell propane coming out of a propane tank? No, because I'm going to be walking home from Maybe work one day. Maybe it's just doing its so job. I'm so bad. I'm so pissed that I went yeah. a shift. I'm coming home with, like... New new greens maybe, and then I'm gonna be standing there waiting to get home, and I'm gonna. What are you? Why are you doing this on air? You know they can fucking hear that so well. Eviscerated by this fucking Pacific Northwest propane pump. Okay, okay. I don't want it. We're trying to figure out, uh, pretty much location wise, are we far enough away where if that mother goes up, and takes the gas station with it, because I'm assuming that it it just would if propane tank ignited, yeah, and went up. I imagine it's going under the ground, too, and hitting all the pumps and lines down there. Right. Uh, right, right, right. I don't know. It looks new, too, so I'm worried. Like, it's not an old, tested propane tank yeah, that's been there for so, decades. So are like, we good? Like, what is our little town home, which was built in the built in the late 60s, Yeah. Uh, that has no central cooling because that's not a concept in Washington. Apparently not, no. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're not going to need it. Like, nine to ten months out of the year, it's cooled. And it's like, okay, well... You've had the longest and hottest like summer so far. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's we happened to move bad. to Auburn after 152 straight consecutive days of just rain. Right we get here, and it's almost like we never left Florida. No, like, it is so hot well, and humid. Okay, and so, it, to be fair, it's actually really nice outside. Oh, it is super nice outside. Well, during the day, like uh, I'd say around like 12 to 6, like those hours, it's it's pretty sure, hot. Sure, 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 but it's yeah. inside is a different experience yeah downstairs pretty okay mm-hmm. not perfect but nice i actually find so many reasons to come downstairs just to cool off for a little bit upstairs hell hell <laughs> it's really fucking hot upstairs Dante's dude. inferno up there like we we had to go buy little cheap ass floor fans uh from walmart just to combat the heat because there's no circulation of air through the upstairs we have both of our windows open nothing's going on nope. man it's almost actually it's getting hotter because we did that for some reason. There's some sort of weird convection effect that's like, look, get the heat back in here. <laughs> it's just circling. It's just weird roundabout way, yeah. It's just staying. Because there, there, it's like a noticeable difference in atmosphere mm-hmm. when you walk up the stairs. Like, you're like, eh, this is fine. And then it's like, okay, carpet smells weird. And then you get all the way up there and it's just fucking like, whoa, what the? F- it's, it's stifling. Yeah, and then like, it's it's only really good right when you wake up in the morning because like all that that heat settles and the cool air comes up and it's like fifty and oh, right. it's so nice in the morning, but then it it, it hits hard, man. Oh like, yeah, I take almost daily showers just to feel cool, like so I can just get nice and wet, stand in front of my fan, <laughs> feel so good. You know how like people always say things like I just feel so good after a shower. Yeah, not in Florida, dog. 
Like, that wasn't a thing for me. Where it's like, I take a shower and it's like, okay, it's a little reprieve. And then, like, the humidity and heat comes back. There's no difference from standing in a shower, uh-huh. a hot shower, mm-hmm. and standing outside in Florida sometimes. Where it's just like, I still feel wet. Well, I'd rather... I don't feel good. I'd rather feel that than what I feel here sometimes. Where it's like, you know, I... I get out of a hot shower and i'm still i feel like i'm still in it after <laughs> whereas like at least in florida like i would come out of my shower sometimes it would be cold in the apartment okay yeah that yeah. doesn't happen here no it doesn't happen here. i noticed that but yeah, I, I don't get cold but inside. i feel way better because but, i get so sweaty and so messy it just and it's stewing in my heat and i can't hear shit <laughs> with the fan on yeah. i can't hear the fucking people are getting angry at us because they're knocking at our front door we don't know that they're fucking here so we don't know putting yams in the goddamn doors we have no idea it's just it's it's wild and then we're not going to get dive too much into this about this uh, this townhome, but one more thing. Uh, we found out when we were signing the lease that uh, apparently at some point <laughs> in, in 2003, this place was an active meth uh, lab. Yeah. Like a meth dem. Um, I I guess the dude was caught. We actually really didn't get details beyond no, the fact that, that like, hey, we're ju- you have to sign this to acknowledge the fact that, yeah, some meth was made in this neighborhood. And yeah, it was in your unit. I'm going to see real quick if it broke local news. If it broke local Auburn. I'm sure you're going to find a lot of meth stories related to Auburn. So you got to be real specific with that. Um, so, yeah, we signed it like, oh, okay. And then we started thinking about stuff. It's like, shit, I, I feel like they just, like, cleaned the carpets and whatnot before we moved in. Like, yeah. of course. But I was just like, so whatever chemicals they use just smell so weird, man. And then I started thinking, like, are we just smelling the meth the meth smell baked into like the wood and 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 the fucking drywall at that point. Probably. <laughs> I don't. I ha, I don't. Uh, okay. Oh, this is too hard to do. I don't have much experience with meth, unfortunately. Uh, my extent really just stretches to Breaking Bad, and I don't even know how much of that is factual. That's actually a hundred percent of my well, experience I, with meth. Yeah. You know, but it's it's a nice little piece of history. Okay. You know. And what what is the statue statute statue statute of limitation? Yeah, uh, before they have to stop, you know, they can just stop mentioning that this place was a fucking meth lab. Well, it's been fourteen years already. Right, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so it's like 2032, and it's like, by the way, yeah. you know, fucking about like 30 years back or so. Uh, Maybe it, 50 years. Maybe that's when it expires. 50 years before they're just like, eh, because uh, some statute of limitations they expire within like 70. Uh, it, it all depends on, uh, on what that's it true. is. But we can renew that shit, though. You want to renew it? And let everybody know. We update it in the next, <laughs> like the next tenants lease, yeah. where it's like in 2017, <laughs> these two fucking assholes started cooking meth again in the same unit <laughs> that was previously <laughs> used as a meth lab. It was wild. It, I couldn't believe that I was reading that on Elias. Like he, he very mildly disclosed it to us, and I'm looking at him like. I, I had in my head that I was like, did you know about this? Did you know and not tell me? Like, <laughs> No, I didn't know about that until it happened. Apparently, Morgan knew about it because she signed it, did not mention it Why to me after she, she signed it. Okay, well, that's fine. I It was just like, eh, like you can't want a place badly enough to not remember that, by the way, it was a meth lab. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is that it was a meth lab. It's not like there's still people cooking here. Yeah, sure, we can smell it at the wrong times of the day. When it gets hot enough, you can smell some weird shit upstairs. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, whatever was under the carpet before. Okay, this is all besides the point. Okay, right. we're we're here for video games. We are. I, we're just we're just trying so, to relay our experiences. And it's it, it's been a month. It's been a little while since uh, we uh, sat down yeah. and really cranked one of these bad busters out. 
Um, so a lot has happened. A lot. And I don't want to detail any of it. But um, You're going to. Well, we'll get into that shit in a moment. Well, Kevin, how you doing? <sighs> well, been hearing some, some weird shit. I've been having really bad dreams in this apartment. Um, I think today it just dawned on me that, you know, possibly this place could be haunted. Okay. Um, and it's hot. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm doing okay. I got a job. Nice. At Amazon. You did? You, you fucking knocked that interview out of the park. Apparently, I didn't think I was doing that well. I just spent most of my time uh, bitching about my last job. And oh. then I guess they were just like, this dude's genuine. Well, you were also talking about Dante's Peak with uh, one of the... We were. We were talking about Dante's Peak versus Volcano. Of course, Dante's Peak comes out on top. I'm sorry. I enjoy Tommy Lee Jones as much as the next man, but Pierce Brosnan fucking owned that role. killed it. Owned that role. Thank you very much. And who was it? It was Linda Hamilton was his... Uh, the <laughs> you're just looking at me now. Yeah, you're just I love that you're not helping. No, I'm not. You're like it's it's been so. long. You've seen I, this movie. It's been a long time. Do you know who Linda Hamilton is? I could if you pulled up a picture, I'd be like, yeah, I know her. Can you or, say no? Can you just yeah, say no then? I, I mean, I don't know. Terminator, dog. Oh, is that her? Yeah, Linda Hamilton. She okay. was Sarah Connor. Oh no, I know her. I just don't know her by name. I could be totally wrong about this, that it wasn't Linda. But I distinctly remember it was like, yeah, yeah you're she right, you're was right. yeah, in she, something yeah, else. Yeah, she played uh, Sarah Connor. Okay, so that so I, I guess that's a big t- the tip for you kids out there. If, that if you want to get in with a big tech company, make sure you just start talking about fucking bullshit. Like, just be like, hey, uh, I'm a big fan of Tom Hanks. And that was actually, <laughs> that was a catalyst at my interview. Because she had a David S. Pumpkin sticker on the back of her, her uh, laptop. And so that was great. Look at, look at this awesome fucking yeah. poster of Linda Hamilton and Pierce Brosnan. That's fantastic. That's I, wish, so I wish I wish you guys weren't using just your ears. You can see <laughs> that, and it's very good. But yeah, that's pretty... That's a cool thing. It's a big thing. It I, is very cool, I start yeah. at the end of the month, and we'll see how I like it. I mm-hmm. I like that I'm no longer slinging t-shirts. I think that's a, a nice little advancement. Like, any way you cut it, even if I don't dig the job, mm-hmm. I'm no longer a t-shirt folding jockey. t-shirts. Yeah. I'm not a t-shirt jockey. And that's good. Yeah. That's but then, why. like, my, my my nightmare scenario would be, like, my first day that they get there. You're like, you know what, actually, yeah, these guys are doing this, Kevin, but uh, we have a special job for you. And I just fucking end up folding, like, 30,000 Amazon like t-shirts. Like, colored Amazon shirts. Yeah, for, like, whatever, like, an appreciation day, and, like, that's my fucking job. And they're like, I heard you're the fastest fold in the West. <laughs> like, yeah. Jeez. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> Uh, so video game stuff. I've got some news items here. I didn't proofread them, but there's That's some fine. shit. This show is never proofread or... Oh, shit. Now Morgan's going to sleep in the middle of this fucking pot. I hate time differences. Jesus Christ. What time is it there? Uh, she's in Texas, so it's fucking... Yeah, it's actually only like 11.23. She's got a day ahead of her. Okay. She's got a day. It's not bad. There, Daniel. Um. Well, first, sorry. How are you? I'm all right. I'm same. Hot. Yeah. Uh, huh. Tired for How, some reason. How's season five treating you? Season <laughs> season five of Overwatch. Don't act like it's not a thing. Uh, we'll get into that, but um, it's so yeah. Season five's been fine. Uh, it's been good. Yeah. I, the, I feel like I've yeah. almost overstayed my welcome with it because I'm I'm just playing for the anniversary stuff right now, okay. and I've mostly gotten all the things I wanted. But outside of that, I don't feel largely compelled to like keep playing. Like, yeah, I want to hit diamond. And yeah, you and I like have gotten into some really intense streams playing lately. Oh my We're doing God. some good work. And I know you, you've been playing more than I've ever seen you play in the past few months. 
Uh, well, I don't have a lot else to do. We don't have cars or anything. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's been good. Uh, it's some tough matches for sure, and uh, that's it. I know they're coming out with a new map soon. Some PTR Lunar Lunar maps. So Lunar. That's exciting. Lunar Bosse. Um, pretty underwhelmed by the anniversary event here and there. Uh, I like some of the skins and the dancing modes, but I don't it, know. I want it, something else from it. It doesn't feel like much of an event, especially coming off of Uprising. Uprising yeah. was such a big fucking cool thing. It was so cool. You know, it had a different mode. It had all these really cool retro skins for the characters. Mm-hmm. But in this one's just kind of like, we have some goofy skins for the fuck yeah. of it. Uh, Diva is like a 50s pinup truck girl. stop girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you for pinup girl. Pin-up, yeah. uh, truck stop girl sounds. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's different... Uh, it's cool. connotations there, yeah. And they've got some early concept skins from like when the game was Titan for like uh, Zarya and Soldier. It's, I don't know, they look yeah. a little weird, but some people like them. Oh, I hate the Soldier one, the Cyborg one. Yeah, that one just sucks. Whoever designed that, I'm you are sorry. not handy today. You're not getting a safer no, no handy. From handy We're actually doing a D handy. Whatever future we, we handies, just remove your hands. Whatever hand. <laughs> oh fuck, dude. <laughs> we just take this dude's hand. You have been unhanded. You've designed incorrectly and have been judged. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That's that's a big one. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. But this weekend they're doing the double XP for Overwatch. They so are. That's. Yep. Uh, and it is also free to play. I think because of the anniversary as well for that weekend. They already did that shit. I thought. Did they do it? They already did the free okay. weekend. So you're fucked if you want to play this game for free. Go fuck but yourself. The is event what, does end on the 12th. That's what Jeff Kaplan actually, he texted me. He says, like, tell yeah. the kids out there, if they didn't get the free weekend already, tell them to go fuck themselves. The, and I was like, geez, Jeff, do you want to fucking, I don't know, soften the blow a little bit? And he's like, I'll blow harder. Fuck. Yeah, I was like, damn, Jeff. I'll okay, dog. I'll try to pass that along. <laughs> um, I'm going to get into some news here because I feel like we're going to keep on bullshitting because we haven't bullshitted in a while. That's fine. And it's been nothing but bullshit up until now. But I have some pre-E3 news. Stop wanting to make sounds. I know it. I see you it. You do it, too. You get some hand... You get handsy. Think, yeah. You're doing stuff. You're fucking with straws. Come on, man. You gotta be profesh. Even though we're sitting on the ground, because we don't have any chairs in our apartment <laughs> Sitting on the yet. ground with our cat, like, a foot from us. She loves this. She this does. This is great. It's her favorite setup. Okay. I got some pre-E3. Pre-E3? For you, okay? I got some premature E3 ejaculation. E3... E3 Jacklation. And you know what? Just roll with it. You didn't even help me. Yeah, no. Number one on the list. Okay, give it to me. In a very special Pokemon-flavored Nintendo Direct, the company detailed their upcoming Poke plans. And let me tell you, these announcements will have you seeing stars. Uh, just not Pokemon stars, because Nintendo can't decide whether or not it loves money more than it hates your happiness. The only Pokemon title actually coming to the Switch is a beefed-up version of the Wii U's Pokin tournament, or we decided on Pokin tournament. Pokin? Is it Pokin? I think so. We're gonna go with Pokin. If anyone says Pokin, you're wrong. Jeff Kaplan said so. Pokin tournament DX. Pokin. <laughs> <laughs> Pokin tournament DX launches September 22nd for the hybrid console with additional fighters and support characters. And yes, it isn't Star, so you don't care. On the 3DS side of things, two new versions of last November's Pokemon Sun and Moon are in the works. Titled Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, Nintendo hasn't detailed much about the games beyond two new legendary Pokemon for you to cram into a ball. And a release date of November 17th. Daniel's fallen asleep at this point, but we're almost done. I just have one more not very exciting announcement. 
The 17-year-old classics Pokemon Gold and Silver are coming to the 3DS's Virtual Console on September 22nd. Trainers can utilize the Time Capsule feature to trade their Pokemon between the Virtual Console versions of Gold and Silver with Red, Blue, and Yellow, giving 3DS owners the chance to uh, catch all them little bitches. Hmm. I think that was the catchphrase that they used in the, the anime, right? Yeah. Um... So good what, stuff there. What's but, your bead there for uh, that? Because obviously, you, I think you sense the disappointment that came with this, and there's a lot of disappointment going back and forth on that little little echo chamber we like to call Twitter. I guess, I mean, I got a beat for everything that you said there, because you, you had three separate points about uh, Pokemon here. Uh, uh, number one... Points? Uh, September is way too far out for <laughs> Pokemon Tournament to be coming out for a game that's already there, for a game that they should have been planning for a port at this point. For a game that has already existed. And has the characters already out, I feel like that should have come way sooner. But uh, We can make the same argument <laughs> about uh, Skyrim. We could. By the way, like, yeah. how the fuck is that game not out yet? I don't know. I what? feel like there's a lot more going on with that. Whereas, like, Mario Kart, like, that came out um, last month. I like to imagine even. that it's just, like, uh, Todd Howard and, like, a few of his engineers sitting in a fucking room and just looking at a Switch cartridge and, like, how do we get this goddamn game on there, guys? And everyone's just like, oh, fuck, Todd, I don't know. We put it on everything else. <laughs> like, we got the audio mix right this time. Like, what do we What do? we do? Look at this goddamn thing. Look, look how little... <laughs> um, so... Have you played Pokken? Yeah, no, it's cool. I liked it a lot. Uh, Dave, one of the few people I know who had a Wii U before he traded in for a Switch. He did. Uh, he got that when the day it came out. It was a lot of fun. Um, probably the most fun I've had with a fighting game in a minute. Um, but the roster was really small when it came out. There was only 12 characters. Yeah. And they're, they're over, like, what, 700 Pokemon at this point? I know. They, they were super, super, super selective about that. But and I, there were two I, versions I, of Pikachu. So it just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a weird choice right yeah. away. Um, I haven't gotten my chance to get my paws on it. It looked cool, but I've I literally have only played maybe like two Wii U uh, games in my entire life, mm-hmm. and I'm a lifelong gamer, and yeah. that should really tell you something about the state of uh, what the Wii U did. But we don't need to keep on uh, fucking that dead horse. No, uh, um, for the handheld stuff. Yeah, uh, Sun and Moon, whatever Omega, that's cool or whatever it's called. <laughs> Ultra Moon, Ultra, Ultra Moon. Cool. Sun, and bro. then. Um, I think it's cool that silver and gold, silver and gold are coming to 3ds. Though. That's cool. Not 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 a. But not it's a switch. it's a year out from what they did last time where they came out with a uh, red, blue, and yellow for the mm-hmm. virtual console. And they mm-hmm. had them all for ten bucks, and you can get them all together. I think for like thirty. But I don't know it's a neat way to kind of bring that back uh, because people are really big on those. So okay, my beat is like none of it's bad news, mm-hmm. but in true Nintendo fashion, it's not the news we want to hear. Yeah. It's well, not what, the, what did you want to hear? You wanted to hear Stars? You wanted to hear maybe... Motherfucker, like, what did I want to hear? Yeah. Everybody wanted to hear that Pokemon Stars is real, especially after the rumors that were dropped. Yeah. And those rumors were pretty good, pretty substantiated, and then suddenly it was like, but we had this well, conversation. Before. What are your expectations for Pokemon Stars? What do you think that game is going to be? Pokemon Stars is not going to be a fucking, like, turning the uh, fucking series on its head. Mm-hmm. All it was supposed to be was the updated version of sun and moon, mm-hmm. like kind of like the yellow to red and blue, but it's just on the Switch, and yeah. it's supposed to be a big fucking deal that they're sh- trying to push to you. This is not just a console. Mm-hmm. This is a hybrid. We're blending our handheld philosophy into it, and everyone kind of got gassed up on that idea. But I knew it wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to happen because I was just like, there's no way that they're going to look at the install base for a system that's only been out for a couple of months and say, we're going to make the fucking gamble and throw Pokemon on it like a full-fledged Pokemon, when we already know that business is good and that business is booming on the 3DS. I mean, look at that install base. It's like the best-selling handheld of all fucking time. Yeah, but if you brought it to the Switch, was 
which is also pretty innovative, and it's in yeah. at least two million homes at this point. Like, right, right, right. Uh, I feel like it would have success there because people are using this as a portable console. Mm-hmm. They're using it a lot. I see people outside with it everywhere almost. I think Nintendo is just playing a numbers game. I guess, but like it, it wouldn't hurt them to just put it there. Like they, Their 3DS feel, numbers are safe. That system isn't going to sink because it went to the Switch. And it's like, we weren't expecting, like I said, we weren't expecting like this fucking you know, revolutionary, like a Pokemon RPG or anything. Mm-mm. We literally just wanted the Pokemon experience on our yeah. hybrid fucking console. Something we haven't gotten yet. Yeah, which, which would have been such a good idea, especially to have it out before the holiday season, mm-hmm. rather than going towards the same old shit. Which, I don't even know what Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are supposed to be. They're, they don't seem like full-fledged sequels, like Black 2 and uh, White 2. Yeah. I don't know why I wanted to say White 3. No, that's what um, it is. And that it, it, they just feel iterative, okay. especially since they're coming out so fucking soon, like a year after the initial release date. Like, damn. Yep. Okay. Interesting, I guess. I think so. Not the news we wanted to hear. But, 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 Nintendo still has... Another little conference that's supposed to happen at E3 next week. Sure. And everyone's like, if you're about to drop stars, then that might be a good place to do it. But I say, ain't going to happen. They already did their Pokemon thing. Mm. And they're not really big on doing that bait and switch. You know? They've always... They're, when they have something to say, they're really upfront about it. Mm. <laughs> if they that's all they know how to yeah. be. They're like, here it is. No, there's nothing else in the works. <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty much how they yeah, always operate. Sure. I, but I think that would give the stage, that gives them the opportunity to give us another franchise that we really fucking want. You know, like, all right, you took care of your Pokemon for 2017. Maybe Pokemon Stars isn't something that you see making sense until 2018. Mm-hmm. For all we know, Ultra Sun and Moon were uh, in gestation way before the Stars rumors began. Mm. That could be a very distinct possibility. Who knows? That's true. Um, any Pokemon? Any any Pokemon else you want to say on that? Uh, no. Um... Yeah, I would just go with no. <laughs> Number two on here, I got some. I got some news that's gonna tickle your your goat. Tickle me, Square tickle Enix. I'm gonna tickle your goat. Okay. <laughs> Square Enix and Team Ninja are summoning up Dissidia, Final Fantasy NT for the PlayStation Four. If that didn't sound like a real sentence, here's some clarity. Dissidia is a fighting game featuring a roster of Final Fantasy characters. In it, heroes like Cloud, Titus, and Squall do battle in 3v3 matches to determine once and for all who is the true best boy. The City of Final Fantasy NT is an updated port of a, two, of a 2015 arcade game that only released in Japan. Because arcades in Japan are both relevant and, unlike in the US, still exist. The PS4 port will see new fantastical fighters enter the fray, including Final Fantasy XV's emotionally catatonic Noctis. The game boasts an original story by, here we go, (laughs) Kazushige. (laughs) Did I do it? Kazushige. Kazushige Nojima. (laughs) You got it. Nailed it. Almost. Damn it. Like, everything was fine. I was totally fine until I got to. Sushi. You had me laughing at the mention of Noctis, and then you rolled right into that. Like, <laughs> I, I rolled right into Kazushige. He's going to botch it so hard. Fuck, every time. Anyway. Okay, uh, anyway, Kazushige is the writer behind FF15 and the upcoming Final Fantasy VII remake. Dissidia, Final Fantasy NT, is expected out in 2018. You ever get your hands on any of the Dissidia games? They're on PSP. They are. Um, I never played them. Angelica's brother was super into like watching videos about it, so like when I was living with them for a little bit... We would just kind of like huddle around their computer in the kitchen. He would show me like all the different rosters and the move sets and stuff. I'm like, oh, this looks really fucking cool. And then Dissidia oh, yeah? Two came out. We did the same thing, but I never got my hands on it. So this is cool for me because I've always wanted to like try one of these games. So like Angelica's brother, 
Pretty big weeb, huh? He's a huge weeb. Huge weeb, yeah, gotcha. Like every big Orlando convention, he always dresses up as uh, Jacked from Final Fantasy X. Wow, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, he does a pretty good cosplay of it, too. It's good. I'm glad that you're able to remain positive about yeah. this. I got it. Because I'm just sinking into a hole right now. <laughs> How do you feel about this? Do you like the idea of a well, Final Fantasy fighting game? I mean, FFF? Jacked wouldn't be the character that I choose to cosplay. Oh, you, you're talking about the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other. Okay. <laughs> um, it would be Squall. Um, yeah, I think it'd be fucking cool. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last Final Fantasy fighting game I ever played was that fucking, the PS1 game. What was it? Er, guys, God bless the ring. I never played Do you remember that. this no, fucking game? I don't know that one. <laughs> it was so weird and so blocky and clunky. Like, it came out uh, maybe in 97, 98 or something. Like, Jeez. a little bit after uh, Final Fantasy VII came out. Okay. So it had Cloud in the game and, I guess, Tifa and bullshit. It just... It wasn't good, man. <laughs> it doesn't it, sound good. It reminded me it. that... It sounds bad. It was a part of that generation of games that were trying to be like Tekken because Tekken was so fucking popular. Yeah. It, but they just weren't like that what was that one game the, the the star wars fighting game that they put out for ps1 that one had a weird it was like masters of teramatsu <laughs> i was like why are you naming these shitty things yeah. what first this super extended lucas universe that nobody what are knows. you doing guys <laughs> everything's wrong <laughs> uh but i i want to get my hands on it if it's fun it's fun um, cool. 3v3, that's interesting. That's yeah. something that even the new Marvel vs. Capcom's not going for. That's true. Yeah, because they, they suck a big dick. Because it all depends on how the combat system is. If it's like, big dick. like a huge fighting system, cool. Or if it's more like how 15 played, that'd be cool too. Like something that's just fun to play around with. I don't think it would play anything like 15, to be honest with you. It is a straight fighting game. Mm-hmm. Like you just fight each other. Okay. It's not really like a, like so a, it's a little less. Slash. It's a little less than Dissidia then. The city had some. Uh... Yeah, there were some like manual things like that. Manual things. What yeah. does that mean? Like how Final Fantasy Fifteen's combat system is. It's very active. It it felt. But you're 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 not. Uh, I'm trying fe- to bridge the gap between uh, what you're saying and what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a one on one. Yeah, side game. by side fighting. Game. Side by side fighting. Game. Yeah. 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 Like it's not like, you, you you go out there and hack and slash things. No, it's not like that beasties but the play style is in like i don't know we'll call it like a 3v3 arena or 1v1 arena where it, it is like that but it plays like a hack and slash game okay it has different mechanics within that sort of like fighting game setting okay sure yeah. maybe i don't know i have no idea we'll i've see. never played dissidia okay. is that what it's like <laughs> yeah it's like that a little bit somebody somebody's gonna come in here and be like wait what yeah what are it's, you guys it's, ta- that are you guys getting dissidia well, wrong that one's not a straight fighting game the city is not a straight fighting no game. i thought that well Oh, really? Mm-mm. Maybe we should sit down and watch some videos of Dissidia. You think so? I never got my hands on it. I oh, I've seen plenty. Yeah, it's not, it's not like a fucking... It's not like Tekken or anything like that. Or Interesting. Marvel's, no, it's not like that. It's not like that. No. Listen, if I look at it and it's like that, we're going to have some words. All right. We're going to have some we'll have Dissidia dissension around <laughs> here. You understand me? All right, I'm going to move on. on. Ooh, I got one that's going to tickle your goat again. I hope that goes ready. Number three... <laughs> Our favorite pair of used baby shoes never worn, Battleborn, (laughs) is somehow back in the news. Gearbox has announced their FPS MOBA hybrid is going free-to-play. Kind of. PS4, PC, and Xbox One owners can download an indefinite free trial of the game featuring all of its competitive multiplayer content. Players will then gain access to a limited roster, which will rotate through six of the game's 30 characters. 
In order to play Battleborn's co-op story missions, however, players will need to upgrade to the full version of the game. If you already own a copy of the game, likely because your mom confused it with Overwatch during her holiday shopping, you will be privy to founder status, netting you a whole host of in-game rewards too boring to detail here. Um, this is something that should have happened, like, maybe fucking, like, five hours before they decided to launch the game. You think so? <laughs> that it should have gone free-to-play to begin with, yeah. but it, it didn't. A lot of people said that, but I understand that they're trying to make the argument for, like, it being a premium game, mm-hmm. uh, especially since they had that uh, single-player narrative, uh, which, by the way, sucked, by the way. I, yeah. I, I don't understand what people have come to the defense of that game so hard. I, th- I think they just like to be contrarians because everyone else is beaten off of our Overwatch. And mm-hmm. I get it. You got these people shipping pharmacy and left and right. And, you know, it, it, I, I, I guess that you can get annoyed at that, but the actual game is fucking great. Yeah. Even if you don't even like... On a mechanical game. Exactly. Yeah. Even if you don't really dig on the lore, which I think the lore is pretty neat mm-hmm. uh, in, in, of what they show you. But yeah. uh, Battleborn just didn't fucking hit it for me and worse than that it seemed like a pale imitation of the kind of writing style that that uh anthony birch spearheaded in borderlands 2 Mm -hmm. where it was just like let's be loud and in your face and i was like well he knew how to be irreverent when it was like the right time to be irreverent Mm -hmm. and that that's where it really saved it it's kind of like that office style humor where it's like yeah they can get loud and you know but they're never annoying yeah this game was fucking annoying everything was yelling at you everything was in your face yeah it's a little much I, I just really, really didn't like it, and I think the, the cast was too bloated for there to be any kind of... I mean, the thing about Overwatch is that uh, it's balanced to a fucking T between the different character sets and their classes, mm. whereas in Battleborn, it was kind of like, we should have a character that's just like a big fucking like marine. Yeah, yeah he's like a ha-ha, you know, fucking, oh, hoorah, marine! And it's like, oh, okay. Well, there, there was a difference between that's all you got? Uh, the beta and how the game actually played out where... I think you actually had to unlock characters as you went. Like you weren't given the full roster. No, you weren't in, from the, in the, the main start. game. And as as you play along through different campaigns and do whatever in game uh, achievements or activities you need to do, you also unlock lore for the characters, which is something I found out that was really interesting. And apparently, the lore is probably even more rich and more fleshed out than Overwatch's as in game. You right. just have to really work for it. And I guess the way the game matches go and how few types there are. I guess that they're what eight different levels. Just about very seven, few, uh, very few, very long, and you can fail them so easily like toward you, the end game, and it's just like, what the fuck am I doing? You and don't want to replay them like ten times each. No, you truly it's, don't. It's not like Overwatch where like each different play on the same map feels different, right? Yeah, you know, I don't know. But like, I, I love the people who are coming out of the woodwork that are like, well, the games are so different. There's no comparing them. I'm like, motherfucker. It's a hero shooter. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, they are completely shooter. comparable. Uh, we played the beta with Morgan when it came out. I wasn't too impressed by it. Like, I played through, like, three different characters, and I'm like, I don't know, I'm not really feeling it. It wasn't fun. No, no, um, it, that it, it was very game, busy. I think one of the greatest... That sort of game, first person, too, just didn't work for me. That was the, the worst fucking thing, I think, uh, for the game, was that you ha- you unlock skills on the fly, mm-hmm. but it was, like, you have to choose between, like, which, uh, which set of skills that you think is more useful as you level up mm-hmm. and it was just like so annoying and so cumbersome to deal with and read through and understand yeah. on the fly like it was such a mistake it was like 
no, I hate having to learn my character's kit as I play. Yeah. You know, it's like if you main one character, sure, I guess like after a while you get it, you but get it. it's like there's 30 characters in the fucking game. That's you know? true, it, yeah. It was too much. The Battleborn was a fucking mess. Was the worst problem. It's not a bad game. It's not a bad no. game. I'm going to tell you that There's right promise. now. Uh, Gearbox has a lot of promise with a lot of their properties. I feel like that one just there. There was something that went wrong with it, and I don't think it should have started free to play at all. I think there was enough potential for them to sell that as a sixty dollars game. You, you, they just didn't support it right. More to the point uh, about Gearbox specifically, I am totally all about if a dev comes out of nowhere and says we don't want to fucking make like a sequel again we want Mm -hmm. to do something new like look at Bungie for instance they're like we're done with Halo like we're super done with Halo we want to do something else and that eventually became Destiny it's like cool I want to see a studio I I, I want to see them actually take that risk and be like let's make something new and Mm -hmm. interesting rather than be like alright let's strap on the fucking Halo boots again but when all of your other projects are just such fucking duds I'm sorry dude but yeah stick to Borderlands I'm gonna say it. It's like, yeah, just stick to Borderlands until you get a better crew or better leadership or something changes about your ecosystem. Because I can't think of anything outside of Borderlands that I like from them. Because everything outside of Borderlands has been a fucking tire yeah. fire. Like from them. one, two, and tails. Like, I mean, back in the day, very promising. Brother, and, Brothers in Arms, very cool, very mm-hmm. cool games. Especially the latest one that came out. I think it was on 360. I was like, that that was cool. Okay, but there were their uh, continuation of Brother Arms fell apart. Mm. That one that was supposed to be like all stylistic and you know, four four fucking fighters going in and mashing up and taking Nazi scalps. It was supposed to be kind of like a rip on Inglorious Bastards. Oh, cool. That totally fell apart for some reason or another. Mm. And then Duke Nukem, goddamn travesty, Alien Colonial Marines. The biggest the travesty of the last ten years. In fact, yeah. there's nothing has come close in my mind. Not even No Man's Sky. I'm like, nah, dude. No Man's Sky is, is fucking Skyrim compared to Fuck. Aliens Colonial Marines. You understand me? Well, for other people, maybe it would have been more impactful. But I think you had more expectations for Colonial Marines than you did No Man's Sky. So My expectations were I just want a good game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alien vs. Predator landed it, and that game was considered mediocre by most of the gaming press. <laughs> and sure. I was still like, this is fun. This works. They gave me That's a horde fun. mode where I shoot at aliens, and it's mm-hmm. neat. <laughs> Look, I, 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 I'm not sure... But I, I hope there's a big turnaround. I hope Borderlands 3 is a big success. I know not a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say not a lot of the same people, but Mikey Newman, actually, who was a uh, lead writer with them, he recently left the studio as well. Uh, with no ill will, he actually just uh, got really sick and just couldn't do the job anymore. So mm-hmm. best wishes out to Mikey. He's also doing his YouTube series. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to focus on that full time. It's uh, Movies with Mikey. You need to check it out. That's cool. You need to check it out. It's actually really, really good. Really, really funny. Um, but yeah, to see like a lot of these people that kind of made their last two Borderlands games such a big success mm-hmm. is like kind of dip out. Even some of the voice talents leaving too. Like Dave Eddings isn't there anymore. Anthony Birch isn't a writer anymore. You have yeah, Dave Eddings was recently announced that he's working at <laughs> Rooster Teeth for their indie game publishing uh, unit. Um, I think he'll still do some shit. Like from what I'm aware, he was recording some shit for Borderlands 3. Oh, really? Like, they they posted pictures of them, like, you know, in mocap suits and shit. Oh, that's cool. So I think he's still going to, like, play the role and whatnot, but he just doesn't work there. He's less tied to the name. In his capacity that he was before. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, I, I have best expectations, but I'm what I'm afraid of is just, like, oh, it's a prettier version of Borderlands 2. Mm-hmm. Nah, they need to go bigger. They need to go much bigger. They, well, need to, they need to take in mind, like, what's going on with, like, games like Destiny and... Uh, for sure, actually. Look at Destiny. Destiny is a good fucking game, and it had some really and... interesting ideas. Yeah. And to have 
to have it be a self-contained system that still felt like an MMO, yeah, that's something to pay attention to in the console space. I'll give them that. I don't think Destiny is perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think that's something that you could... It's a foundation that you can fucking build on, mm-hmm. and I think other devs need to kind of uh, dip their wicks in it. We'll see what they do with it. If they're even looking to it for inspiration. Perhaps. Mayhaps. Mm. Now, I got an interesting little a feature that we tried doing a while back, and we just we let it flounder like a... Like a fish gasping for air. I'm sure we didn't do that. I'm sure we did it brilliantly. I think that's Maybe what we, we did. Just got caught up in other things in between. I've got something I like to call article of the week. Article of the week. Article of the week's a hit. <laughs> we've done it once. We do it. We've done it more than once. Maybe twice. Maybe twice. This okay. will be our third time. So that's well, it's good. coming back. It's yeah, coming back. Article of the week. Article of the week here. I got uh, actually for you guys. Check out. It's a story called the story behind Mass Effect Andromeda's five year development by Jason Schreier. Good guy. Via yep. Kotaku. Um, it's really really good. It's, apparently, it took him three months to write. He yep. interviewed a lot of people that were uh, uh, key developers on Mass Effect Andromeda, and pretty much a hundred percent of them. Uh, wish to remain anonymous because of what they had to reveal about it. And uh, I've got some notes here for you, but like his pull quote that I think is amazing, this is from Jason, Mass Effect Andromeda was in development for five years, but by most accounts, Bioware built the bulk of the game in less than 18 months, which is just a ridiculous fact, but like when you play the game, it's like, yeah, this does feel like a game that was like kind of slapped together in 18 months. It it felt rushed, but it's like people were confused because it's like, how is a game that was in development for so long come out like this and this story actually sheds a huge light on that and I love Jason's work yeah. because he does shine that light behind the scenes because marketing companies were for some reason the first ones to get in get in on this video game business and be like we need to be hush hush about what the fuck you're doing we need to look good and like that I, I feel like if, if you're uh, gonna be in marketing like, fuck movies, fuck TV, go to video games because you're the ones that are kings. They're sure. the ones that control all of gaming, which sucks because they're the ones that, when you ask a direct question to a lot of these studios, you'll get shot down. Mm-hmm. You get a PR guy telling you, like, mm, we're not commenting on that right now. Yeah. It's like it's such an inno- like innocuous question about, like, so why was this choice made? They don't want to air their dirty laundry in front of you ever. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to show you that this game's fucking running on all cylinders. Right. It's perfect. You're going to want to play it for years and buy every single piece of DLC. And it's like, I hate that bullshit. And I love that Jason actually does stories mm-hmm. that dive behind the scenes like this. Yeah. So His entire book's going to focus on that. I think uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pickles. Yes, yes, I'm glad yeah. you remember that. It's like 12 behind the scenes things with like devs and like the way their games mm-hmm. have come to be or canceled projects even. And it's supposed to be really good. I'm kind of excited to check it out because I like I, his voice and his opinions. I can't things. wait. I can't wait to so. fucking read that. Although, my boy uh, said something shitty the other day I think I mentioned to you. Yeah, I think you mentioned it in the past. Oh, that like could I... be our neat tweet of the week. Okay. I forgot tweet. what it was, but... Okay, so it was about uh, on Waypoint, mm-hmm. uh, which was formerly like Vice Games, they had this, speaking of something on this vein, uh, kind of this entire retrospective on the Halo universe behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. it was like interviews with the people, the key members that actually made it, and no anonymity this time. It yeah. was actually like, you know, uh, Marty piece. O'Donnell came out and kind of talked about what's going on. There was a Marty O'Connell. I'll remember that eventually. And then a lot of people that were there from before it was even supposed to be a Microsoft game, mm-hmm. when it was like supposed to come out for the Mac, where they even met with Steve Jobs okay. and fucking showed like just a vertical slice of the game, like this is what we're trying to do. And like Steve was like, all right. Get on stage. Like it was, it was fucking crazy. But Jason comes aboard, and it's just like, 
his tweet is like, skip the intro, but this is a really good read. And it's mm. like, what? Like, this is a peer you're talking about, yeah. my dude. Like, that's real bad form. Like, what if somebody came up, like, on this article, and was like, ah, skip uh, Jason's stupid intro and fucking just read the interview question. Yeah. Like, the, the, that's not a good look, you know? I, under- sure. I understand that he spends his entire life being, like, critical <laughs> about stuff, and it's so it's hard to realize, like, uh, I was kind of a dick bear, right? You mm-hmm. know? But... I, he, he made a point saying, like, oh, the intro was, it just kind of made dissuade people from reading the rest of the piece. And I'm like, I guess so. But then again, it's a 35,000 word fucking retrospective yeah. on Halo. If you're there for that, you're going to finish it. Yeah. yeah but so. back to Mass Effect, the one thing that I want to mention, I wrote a little thing here, is uh, what I found interesting was in an attempt to make good on the botch promise of exploration mm-hmm. from the first game. BioWare wanted hundreds of procedurally generated worlds. Uh, that was eventually boiled down to 30. Then it was cut down to seven handcrafted worlds. BioWare just couldn't mesh their story-driven gameplay with the emergent exploration they envisioned. And actually, a lot of comparisons were made to No Man's Sky. They independently thought of that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this game was actually in development before that one mm-hmm, was in that mm-hmm. regard. So It was. And <sighs> what a... <laughs> well, hindsight's twenty twenty, right yeah. there. Because it's like, no, you really shouldn't base anything on No Man's Sky. But then again, then again, then again, I will say this. No Man's Sky itself as a product, not great. Mm-hmm. But the idea is fucking great. It's a, it's a brilliant idea. That's something, no wonder everyone got a boner over it. The idea of endless exploration yeah. is like, you can't. But after a certain point, you're not making a quality product. Like, if you're making, like, hundreds upon thousands of procedurally generated planets, you're going to get some repetition and some lack of I would quality. Say, in the AAA space? Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, you're absolutely not making quality product. But I, I felt like No Man's Sky shouldn't have been sold that way. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have been billed that way. It should have been, like, this is a very experimental title. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of parts of it may not yeah. be finished. They should, have, they should have been, like, this is an ongoing, like, beta. Endeavor, yeah. You know? That'd been cool instead of trying to ship it like a huge AAA endeavor. Like a finished quality game. It's like, no, dudes. It it wasn't going to happen with as small of a team as Hello Games was. It it just wasn't going to fucking happen. That's part of the disappointment of it. They do this 100 from 30 to 7 approach with the planets and the procedural generation. You played through some of those planets. They feel a little more quality through and through. No, not at all. Life and everything not too. at all. You you can see the kind of like the the different philosophies clashing with each other. Where mm-hmm. you get on these worlds, and like of course there's scripted moments, and then there's like uh, dialogue that you can have, and then little side quests, mm-hmm. and then like it, when you go out into the worlds, they feel kind of barren. Okay. They feel kind of like almost randomized. I remember having that thought. We're like, this reminds me of No Man's Sky, where I'm just kind of doing the same yeah. repetitive tasks in this kind in a of different mold not very lively world it's pretty but it's mm-hmm. not lively there's mm-hmm. nothing really going on in it and that's kind of like i felt like it was a big problem with uh no man's sky so it's funny that they actually no yeah that was our inspiration to kind of you know <laughs> go for that sort of exploration but it's just like i i agree that their storytelling wouldn't work with that type of gameplay mass effect and drama need to be something different but far more story driven i i think on paper after you deliver one of the most influential trilogies of all time, and I do mean that for video games, because mm-hmm. they were the first to say that your choices were going to carry over between game to game to game. Sure. And not many other franchises can boast that. No, not at all. And it was like, your story matters, and it's your story. And of course, we saw how it ended up. Like A lot of people weren't happy with the result, but how do you follow that up? So if somebody like fucking yeah. wrote on a chalkboard, like, we're going to just have you fucking endlessly exploring planets, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Of course I, we well, want to attach to that name there. I think they originally were trying to go for a prequel, and then fans were like, why do a prequel? You could do a sequel. 
Like, they didn't okay. want a prequel. And they're like, okay, cool, yeah. we'll do a sequel. And they're like, all right, we need something bigger. So they were looking at Mass Effect 1. They wanted to do something that didn't right. really tread the same steps. So they tried to make it bigger and better, and they just couldn't. And even even you had the extension of the procedural generation, not just to the worlds, but to the dialogue trees as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To where, like, you were getting... I, I remember reading it through. It was a really interesting point where they're like, yeah, so the less walked routes in terms of dialogue trees uh those are the more procedurally generated ones the ones that aren't fleshed out as well the ones that the animations aren't as like crafted for that's where the procedural generation is going to come through and it's just like okay weird place to put that too weird 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 yeah it it just it seemed like there was too many cooks or too few cooks depending on how you look situation this expose or article or whatever you want to call it yeah uh it basically let us know that not only was it outsourced for gameplay across three different fucking bioware mm-hmm. studios what the one in uh montreal montreal edmonton, was supposed to spirit spearheaded austin edmonton was the one that did the initial trilogy and edmonton came in at one point to essentially quote unquote rescue the game because yeah. they felt it needed to be rescued and that caused some tension because montreal was like no it doesn't but it was like yeah no dude you have a fucking space tire fire going mm-hmm. on here and there's no oxygen in space. It shouldn't burn. Yeah. It's burning, though. But it's burning. It's anyway. amazing that you made it burn. Um, and then uh, leadership change hands a lot of times, too, which was a, it's a very interesting read, but yeah. Casey Hudson fucking dipped out, yeah, and he kind of spearheaded the original trilogy. He wants to go move on to what? Do Dylan? Dylan. <laughs> the Bob Dylan video games. I love that quote. What, what? a fucking pretentious thing to say. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bioware. Like, whoever, like, spit that one out in the office, yeah. you need to shove it back in their mouth. <laughs> like, tell them, like, don't go around calling things the Bob Dylan of video games. No, let alone him. So, I don't know, it's interesting the scale of which his game was outsourced, like, across three studios. And then even animations, I was reading that facial stuff was, like, outsourced to, like, Egypt. And I was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, how in-house was this game, actually? It doesn't seem like it was very. Like, it had too many hands and they weren't quality hands. Like, you say leadership. Like, yeah. Leadership changed over, like, three times. But even on one of those teams, you need a good, strong lead with creative ideas Mm -hmm. who can actually, like, corral people and be like, okay, we can do this. We got a lot of odds against us. We have 18 I feel that's one of the roughest things that you could do to a product of art, Mm -hmm. which is to change uh, change hands like that that many times as well. Like, to even change hands once is just, like, a weird proposition where it's like... Is the vision going to maintain? Like, I, I heard the game essentially got, like, re-scrapped. You need to know what you're working on, apparently, in terms of game development, like, in pre-production. Mm-hmm. So, like, when they were doing that downsizing from, like, 100 to 30 to 7 worlds, like, people were like, okay, cool, we know they're downsizing worlds, but which ones, which ones should we be working on still? What should we be doing? And it felt like there was even lost, like, time in terms of work across mm-hmm. the studios. <laughs> and then they, they struggled with the engine as well, which I read. They struggled uh, with the Frostbite engine. Yeah. They're just like, it, it, it does certain things really, really, really fucking well, but mm-hmm. they're just like, they likened it to a Formula One car. They it's did. Like, it can go fast when, it, when, you know, you got the right road, but everything else sucks. It's like, you know, you can't yeah. do grocery shopping with a fucking Formula One car yeah. easily, you know? Apparently it runs the best, it'll look the best, but it's hard to do much else. Yeah, it. it's hard to fucking it. So, so, but yeah, we recommend you give that a read. I got another thing. It's kind of our soft topic here that I want to talk about. I don't have a good name for this uh, subject, mm-hmm. for this this of oh, this feature, I guess you could say, of the Save Room I'll Show. I'll say it, sure. Uh, I just named it from the horse's mouth of the week. Are you digging on that? Uh, you don't like the From the no, Horse's this Mouth? this is the third time I've heard it. I was just trying to stray away from anything that was quote of the week. I mean... And From the Horse's Mouth sounded like a good thing. We might have to outsource the idea to another country. <laughs> <laughs> to Egypt. Yeah. 
they'll come back and be like, hmm. Cool, we got this idea for you. They're like, quote of the week actually works. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do we, what really do we pay dumb. you for? <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> They're like, there's no problem. Like, it's not patented or it's not trademarked. Like, <laughs> Everybody's doing it. <laughs> All right, so this is actually from Sony's global sales chief, Jim Ryan. He said this to uh, Time and actually a, a much bigger feature uh, talking about the different kind of like uh, what's going on with PlayStation. They mentioned one thing about – he. It was him and Sean Layden. They mentioned one thing where they're like, last year we delivered like three fucking major hardware SKUs within 60 days. They're like, yeah. we're probably not going to do that again. <laughs> but it's been gangbusters. Apparently they said PSVR is actually at 1 million units sold. That it's sold out, sold out everywhere. I'm just like, okay, I guess That's so. That's cool. I've been able to walk into Target to see PSVR there, so I don't we know. We actually got our hands on it for a little bit in Colorado. What was that? Oh, we did. Yeah. We did. Our buddy Brandon made us play this weird fucking trip out demo. It wasn't even a game. It was just no, like... it was just like a concert. It was like watch stuff. Yeah. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, it was. It was neat. It, it was interesting playing with the space of VR and like knowing that I can like tilt my head any direction on access and like there would be something there for I, it. I just felt so sense deprived because I was just like... There's this weird uh, dissonance between yeah. the fact that I know like what I'm seeing, it's not real and all that, yeah. but it's all I can hear and it's all I can see right now. Yeah. I know really that there's another world out there. It was like this matrix effect where it's like, yeah. I know there's another world and I can touch it and I can feel it, but I'm not seeing it and my ears aren't giving it to me. Yeah. It's, it's such a weird, uh, weird thing, but that was interesting. But this quote is about backwards compatibility. Mr. Jim Ryan says, When we've dabbled with backwards compatibility, I can say it is one of those features that is much requested, but not not actually used much. That, and I was at a Gran Turismo event recently where they had PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4 games. And the PS1 and the PS2 games, they looked ancient. Like, why would anybody play this? And, of course, that was met with some uh, chagrin okay. from fans online tearing him down. In Naturally. Fact, uh, a writer from Kotaku made a tweet just going like, oh, really? Like, uh, pointing to the game uh, Sukaden 2 for the uh, PS1. Like, oh, really? This doesn't look good? This looks ancient? Da, 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 da. And like, yeah, you can make some arguments about some games here and there, but do the people in Resident Evil look realistic to you in the original Resident Evil? No. No? No? No. But no, I, 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 I get where he's coming from, and... This is where, this is me, man, being a diplomat. I understand both sides of the argument. One, I think it's important to preserve uh, gaming history. Mm-hmm. And I think to have a continuity of these titles is so vastly important. It's something that wasn't thought of back in the day. Like, nobody thought that, hey, man, while we're making Sonic, maybe this should be able to play on the next console. They're like, no, fuck it. Fuck the old shit. Yeah. Let's stop selling. We're going to do the new shit. And, like, there just wasn't that ecosystem, you know? And and then you've had some publishers that are just like, here's a brilliant fucking idea. Let's just do collections, <laughs> you know. And that's that how works. you that's how you update over time. I think that's that's important. That's cool, and mm-hmm. that's lucrative for them in some regard. Yeah. And I think that's important to focus on as well. It's lucrative to them. Yeah, that was a big thing in the PS3 era and the Xbox 360 era. You had so many HD collections, and... And, and people got so sick of it. Like, why why won't you just dig out your PS2? And it's like, because motherfucker, I spend a hundred percent of my time on this brand new console I have That's here. True. Why not put it in front of me? You know, it's like the idea of having an HD disc sometimes is more tempting than the idea of even having a backwards compatible game mm-hmm. or like going to a classic mm-hmm. selection on the PS3, like. I don't know, it just feels more inviting. It's new packaging, it's all together. Like there might be new features with it, it might have all the old stuff. So, the resolution. The resolution's is up, better, you yeah. know? Like I I would say maybe a good like 
fifth of my collection from my PS3 was like HD collections at a point. I know, I remember that. I remember yeah. we were going through HD uh, remasters like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, so I get that, and I think that's why Sony, you've only seen them make baby steps versus Xbox, because everyone was like, Xbox is doing the right thing, man. Yeah, Look, they they're are. making their 360 game. And you can even say, yeah, they are. It's working. But an article came out on Kotaku that also... Mentioned that Xbox released some numbers mm-hmm. about how many people are actually engaging with backwards compatible games, and mm-hmm. it's not great. Like, okay, so it's it's a weird thing. Fifty percent of the people that own a fucking Xbox One mm-hmm. have done it, have popped in a three sixty disc, but and they're like, oh yeah, it's oh, it was like some crazy number between two hundred to five hundred million, uh, like minutes or hours or whatever spent. Okay, like of the user base playing these games and it's like well when you actually like parse Divide that, that out. out it's not very much time between the actual user base so they don't really use it very much mm-hmm. and you got to think on microsoft side they're not making a lot of money doing that they're not really making any money doing that because like okay games that are they're making backwards compatible and selling they're not selling for new they're get you're getting them pre-owned at a mm-hmm. you know GameStop or wherever mm-hmm. else or a boutique. Oh, granted, um, they're making some of these games available on their on their marketplace. Their yeah, marketplace, but I feel like but most like, people are going into like a retailer and buying yeah, they are. <laughs> Microsoft isn't seeing the money there. They're seeing the numbers of people engaging and playing because you know they have the metrics for that. It's like but it's, they're not seeing the sales. It's like a good faith move, but it doesn't make sense for a business, and no, that's something doesn't. that like fans don't get. And I think that's part of the problem with Virtual Console for Nintendo, mm-hmm. where they're like, "Why not just pour every single fucking game on here?" And it's like, sometimes it's not worth it to go back and be like, "Yeah, let's let's dredge up fucking uh, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, mm-hmm. and you know, oh, get two thousand sales over its lifetime." Yeah, we went through and, and renegotiated the rights so we can sell it digitally and did all that mm-hmm. shit, and it sells two hundred. Or, or sorry, uh, two thousand copies. It's not worth it in a lot of cases. So that's why I think it was, sure. a, you know, they're very selective about it. Like the, the PS2 and PS4, they're like, eh, this one sold a lot when it came out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, when we make it ten bucks and add maybe like ten trophies, it'll sell more now. You know, uh, I get, I get, I understand why, isn't it? Just like let's figure out the architecture so people can pop in their PS2 discs into a PS4, mm-hmm. and it's like that's the dream, absolutely. But for the most part how people interact with new technology is that they stick with the new shit, man. Yeah. You got to put it in, you have to make it easy for people. Make it downloadable. Make sure. it something else. You know, it's, it's, ugh. I feel more inclined to if I have the classic edition of something, like, I would rather just play it there. Like, you know, instead of going on the uh, virtual console and playing N64 games there, I'd rather play on my N64 or my GameCube or whatever. And then same with my... my I think that's contrary to my argument entirely, actually. My argument is that if you make it available on mm-hmm. newer platforms... People don't have to go back well, and no. dig out their old shit. Exactly, for sure. But for me specifically, like that's just how I feel about it. Like I would rather play it on like the original console. Okay. There's some instances, sure. If I don't have it, like uh, I don't have an NES or an SNES, so like when I had my Wii, I'd buy a lot of those games on there and just replay mm-hmm. them there. But if I have it available to me, I'd probably rather sit down and plug it in and just you know fuck around with the the AC components and, and mm-hmm. just you know mess with it there. I, again, I like the continuity of it. I yeah. like that you continue a lot of these games, but I, I think it's totally unreasonable to think that an entire library's worth uh, should be made backwards compatible, especially if it's something that is happening at a loss for a company, yeah. because I'd rather them put those resources into new shit. Like, okay, do you want to play Jack and Daxter 2, or do you want to hear that Naughty Dog is coming out with a new Jack and Daxter? Yeah. You know, it's like, ooh, hmm, oh. well, <laughs> You look at, um, 
what was going on with uh, Bioware, right? With Andromeda, people were asking for uh, the trilogy to be remastered for current mm, gen Xbox true. One that's and true, PS4. True. And I don't know who it was, um, but he came forward and was basically like, why do you want that? We're working on a brand new game. We're working on Andromeda. We want you guys to be excited yeah. about that. So I get that mindset of like, you know, wanting to uh, propose what you're working on currently and, you know, leave what's back there, back there. Because like, that's time and assets that they could be putting towards something new. So... Yeah, I think Ed Boon asked the same thing, where people with were like, Mortal we Kombat. want Mortal Kombat remastering. He's like, wouldn't you rather a sequel? Mm-hmm. Like, with new shit, yeah. new features, and actually uh, tailored for the engine, <laughs> you know? And people were like, I guess, but I love this game. And it's like, well, it turns out people love Mortal Kombat X just as fucking much. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand that for a publisher to be like, that doesn't make sense. But sometimes it's like, there's exceptions. Like, I feel like to sure. let... You know, for instance, in EA's case, Mass Effect to- makes totally sense. Those are historic games that mm-hmm. probably need to be propagated every every five years in some way. You yeah. know, whether you just like sprinkle it back on uh, through an HD collection or maybe sure. just make a bat a back a BC version of it. If we can bring Bioshock, you know, from yeah. two thousand seven and make it look good for the PS four, mm-hmm. then you can keep those initial you know Bio- or Mass Effect games and make them look good for the PS four as well. Yeah. yeah there's potential there yeah yeah but at the time you know that, that wasn't where their mindset was i guess they were too busy looking at the tire fire of what was happening with andromeda <laughs> yeah and i guess that's 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 the devil's advocate of it all like i'll play devil's advocate with mr jim ryan which is to say sure. that if you gave me that choice where it's like wouldn't you rather just play 2007's bioshock on your xbox or do you want to play a totally remastered reconfigured uh remake of bioshock mm-hmm. in 2017 i'd be like Oh fuck! Give me that uh, one, because I'll always put it. Resident Evil remake is a better game than Resident Evil One. Sure. If you don't believe that, you're wrong. Sorry, kids. Next topic, Mr. Daniel. Yes. We are a week away from E3, Ooh. the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Actually, it's much closer than that because. Uh, our, our big publishers are trying to backflip out of this idea of being Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They want to make their own fucking uh, mushroom stamp on our <laughs> on our collective psyches. And so, what is it? On Saturday, EA is just going. I'm like, mm-hmm. here's our fucking conference. And it's like, what? Yeah. Yeah, Saturday conference. It's when all the kids are out of school. <laughs> and then... You said Sunday was Bethesda. Sunday is Xbox That's and nice. Bethesda. Okay. Which, Bethesda, goddamn, guys, you, you can't just, like, fucking tag along with another one of the, uh... Yeah, why do you have to roll into your own conference? Yeah, who Because they did it last year. Yeah. It worked for the last year. And you announced, like, they, three things. They announced some things. Over they, two hours. They announced, <laughs> what, uh, Quake, Morrowind, they announced, like, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, but I was just like, I don't know if you guys deserve a conference still. Like uh-huh. when you when you drop something like Fallout Four, yes, but I doubt, I sincerely doubt they're gonna drop Elder Scrolls Six. I feel like E three twenty fifteen when they announced Fallout Four, it yeah. was within like the Sony conference. It wasn't their own Bethesda thing. Was it not? No, yeah, yeah. At the own Bethesda, they didn't announce it at the Bethesda thing. They no. fucking just showed more gameplay of it, didn't they? Yeah. And then they announced Fallout Shelter like that night. Yep. It's like download it, break the fuck now. That's what it was. Weird. It was very Fucking weird. weird. Well, I want to get out of you, sir, some of your E3 predictions and maybe even just your wish list, what you want to see next week. What, what's going to get you from a half chub to just a full salute um, when it comes to gaming? If they show more of the new God of War, that'll give me full mm, chub. Uh, mm, I liked what mm, I saw of that last year. Mm. I thought it was really cool. I think it's interesting seeing Kratos in a Norse setting. 
uh, with Me the too. father-son you know, archetype going on there. I don't know. I think it'll be cool. Uh, different mythologies, different gameplay, maybe. Um, I haven't heard anything since then. I love the work that Santa Monica did like years ago with the original game, so I can only hope that they'll you know come mm-hmm. by and do something good with this one, too. So, and that's not a character I traditionally really enjoy. He got pretty tired really fast because he was the same Real character in every game. Fast. Just angrier and has less reason to kill everything around him, which was like the, yeah. the, the nutso thing about I, it. They put him in cool, like, you know, fight settings and they put him in great boss fights, but I don't know. I got tired of it. I got very tired. That's why I like that they're they're doing this kind of reconfiguration of the mythos while still yeah. trying to continue it in some way. I was just like, that's really cool. It, it feels fresh. It reminds me of Logan. Okay. That's what it reminds me of, where it's like, fuck, you took this character that we knew from, like, you know, these different settings, mm-hmm. and then you just pushed him to this kind of, this gradual uh, and almost drastic uh, setting for him. Like he's this... weathered in a different way. Like, he's seen some shit. He's been around for centuries at that point. So that's really cool. I dig on that. They uh, Insomniac confirmed that they're going to show some Spider-Man again. Okay. I hope they actually show us some fucking gameplay. I want to see that it looks good. So there, there, there's like some cornerstone shit that you need to get right with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. One is a web slinging. You got to do that right or the whole fucking game is trash. I'm That's sorry. True. Just got to do it right. Two, something that hasn't been good like almost ever is the fighting. Spider-Man's a good, fast, fluid fighter and the fighting systems have always been trash. So need to get that fucking right. Okay. And then three would be Basically, your open world can't just be fucking boring, blank-faced civilians like walking around, and then sometimes Doc Ock tries to knock over a bank. You, you have to have it fleshed out. It has to tell as much of a story as your characters do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that Arkham did so fucking that's well. True. It's why Arkham became the franchise that it did. It was just like, everything was good. The fighting, fantastic. Best combat system. The story, great really great like mm-hmm. fucking it, it really did a cool remix of the batman mythos and then your the settings were always good dude because it knew i think they the batman games had restraint and i think that's maybe something that spider-man needs to find even though it's like it's so easy to think like have them swing through all of new york it's like that's why it the Knox be games kind of hit it off a little bit like the first game was like no we're gonna give you levels and people mm-hmm. are like what i want to fucking be open world and it's like we're gonna give you levels mm-hmm. And it was actually really good. It was like, okay, shit, I see what you're doing here. So, ooh, that was scary. A little scary. Sound like a gunshot out there. I think it was a dumpster. I think it might have been a dumpster too. Legit though, I might have heard a gunshot the other night, and it went on for a bit. I think I heard that too. It was like two nights ago. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Okay. A weird area. I don't know, man. I don't love this area. Eleven months. Eleven months. Okay. Well, if there is a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Eleven days. (laughs) Ghostly breakage. The new ring. So, okay, so one, one prediction, one serious prediction that I'll make, because otherwise it would just be, you know, a, a, a remastering of Enter the Matrix from mm-hmm. the GameCube era. <laughs> just remaster it, man. Come okay. on, Jada Pinkett can sign off on that real quick. That'd be good. Uh, whoever played the other guy. <laughs> what a weird choice. Well, we can't do Neo. Why not? Because fuck. I guess you're right. Who are we going to use then? Well, there's these two characters in the background of the latest sequel. The Wachowskis are pretty confident they're going to be big hits. <laughs> they weren't big hits. And they we got weren't. Danny Boyle. <laughs> we can, we got Danny Boyle. Yeah. Why do we have Danny Boyle? What's he doing there? Why not? What did he you show? You gotta throw a left hook every once in a while. What are you directing, Danny Boyle? Nothing. <laughs> what, what are you I doing? to make my debut. Hey, man, I don't mean to be rude, Danny Boyle, but why are you here? <laughs> 
<laughs> like he introduces Enter the Matrix HD. <laughs> Everyone was confused. <laughs> so your major prediction? My major prediction is that Capcom okay. is not going to give us Mega Man. They're never going to give us Mega Man. Um, so? I won't say never. I will say that they're probably going to go through a few more of the collections first. Like, we're going to get to the Mega Man X collection. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Mega Man Soccer. <laughs> Bring that back from the Super Nintendo. Okay. But I, I, I really don't see them blowing our minds with a fucking, like, by the way, here's a fucking Mega Man for 2018. Like, no, 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 no. That'd be a while. No, I, I think they're too afraid to do that. I, I think we'll get a little more of a I think Marvel they're... versus Capcom Infinite. Maybe. I, thought, I don't uh, know what else you could really show to impress people with that game. Yeah, the, we looked at the roster. It looks even less impressive than That three. was the quote-unquote the leaked, leaked roster. roster. But it looked pretty legit. It looked legit because it's so disappointing that it has to be real. Yeah. it's. I hate seeing things like that where it's like, that's not the news I want to hear. That means it's probably real. But like Wolverine wasn't even on the list. No, and the rumor is, well, the X-Men might be DLC. And I'm just like, that's a fucking slap in the face, dude. Yeah. And especially with how creative... Is that a licensing thing with Fox or is that something else? It's more of an internal beef with Disney because okay. they don't own the movie rights to the X-Men nor the Fantastic Four or Deadpool because Deadpool is technically an X-Man. Okay. Uh, so they've actually gone out of the way the mandate to Marvel behind the scenes to kind of like minimize the X-Men's impact where like their comic lines started getting dwindled the fuck down mm-hmm. and then even with like simple shit like t-shirts at walmart you'll see that like there's no x-men in the avengers cast Weird. like it's just the movies even if it's like the designs from the original comics even if it's like a 70s retro shirt where the x-men were definitely involved no zip so, yeah so it's a, it's a beef thing i don't know if that's going to change with the game i'm hoping not like and i felt like it was such an opportunity for marvel vs. capcom infinite to come out of the gate and be like we totally get what's working and what's cool right now in Marvel. And, like, here's Spider-Gwen, dude. Here, yeah. Here's old man Logan because he's the current Wolverine mm-hmm. in the series because Wolverine died. <laughs> you know? Yeah. here You know, here's X-23 wearing a Wolverine duds. You know, Here's fucking Miss Marvel, but it's like, I doubt it's going to be that. It's going to be like, maybe Star-Lord's here. Probably. <sighs> yeah, shit like that. But I think we're going to see Resident Evil 2. I think this is... It, it's... If not at E3, TGS for sure, but this is a year that we're going to see something from Resident Evil 2, and okay. we're finally going to find out whether or not they're doing fixed perspective, or if they're trying to totally rework that Do game. Do something new. Yeah. I My, my money is on fixed perspective. I think it's not exactly... I think there's going to be some sort of weird blending to it, mm-hmm. where they're going to try to add a little more action than what the remake was, okay. in some regard or fashion, but in the sense of RE7... Where maybe you have like some more options going on there. Yeah. But no, that I, would be cool. Uh, I feel like they could do something like that. It's been like what almost fifteen years since the remake or Resident Evil Four came out. Like that was early two thousands, right? Yeah, that was so like oh four. It's, it's been a long time. So like they can use that old formula and it will work because it's popular with people. It was. I mean, remake was the fastest downloaded uh, Capcom game on PSN. So it could work. They just have to do something with it. Maybe give it a cool art style. Make it more snappy it has yes yeah, it, it, it has to be worked from uh, the bottom up unless That's they wanted absolute... to do something completely different with it and you know give it the resident evil 7 treatment but i don't think they would go first person or do something like that i don't think so either and um, i i don't think they they would put as many resources as they did to part 7 mm-hmm. to the re2 project sure. despite despite the fact that it would sell very well it would. i i just don't see them going full-blown like yeah. that so i think there's a lot going on is probably 
yeah, fixed perspective is probably the way so. to go. But that, I think that's the big announcement for Capcom. I don't. I think uh, they might release a new IP, mm-hmm. and rumor has it would be Capcom Vancouver, the guys that did, did Dead Rising. Okay. The rumor has it that they were supposed to do on the board was like a Dino Crisis uh, reboot, and they they turned it down because they didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're making a game called Knights of Aegis. Is the rumor or Aegis or whatever? Okay. And essentially, it's like you play as modern day sorcerers where they are in 1970s New York and you fight against like the forces of darkness and shit and it sounds like such a cool fucking idea that does actually. Sound cool, yeah. I was just On like paper. that's something I don't expect from Capcom to be honest with mm-hmm. you. I was like, yeah, no, I can get behind that idea like pretty hard. Like the moment I'm just thinking of somebody in the fucking a big old duster, you know, wearing his fucking like suit or whatever yeah. and like john constantine style and fucking throwing his magic yeah that or like american god style like something really cool yeah. and modern so so what i've heard was it's a mixture of guns and magic and i was just like that's dope <laughs> like i could do guns and magic for sure that's cool so that would be cool um what what do you think we're gonna see from nintendo uh nintendo's got a lot to prove this time because i feel like uh their nintendo conferences haven't been that great their nintendo direct wasn't that no. big they had something cool with the Nindies. I think they kind of really wet our appetite there a bit. Uh, but we're going to see probably more of Galaxy. Uh, we're probably going to see a lot of play demos of ARM since that comes out next week. Um, I'm hoping for a retro comeback. I want to see something from Donkey Kong. I think that'd be really neat. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, do you mean Retro Studios? Yeah. You want them back on the I think that'd be cool. Back on the job? Uh, I always like the idea of them doing something with that or maybe them helming something for Metroid because I feel like they, they'd be very capable to bring like a new style but old flavored Metroid game. I think if they're um, going to revisit Metroid, we're not going to see another Prime. I no, think, probably not. I think we're going to see uh, kind of another rebootish styled game. Mm-hmm. Maybe it does try to go after that kind of 2.5D style. Yeah. I think I think that's a realistic summation, but... Or they just don't do anything with Metroid. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not very likely. That's probably closer uh, to the pulse. But I, I feel like we, we might see another Donkey Kong iteration or something. That would be neat as fuck. I would be totally on board with that, even if it is just a uh, remastering of the two games from the Wii U. Yeah, what if they did, like, Returns and uh, Returns Tropical and Freeze? Tropical Freeze. That'd yep. be cool. That'd be that fun. would be all about that. Um... So that'd be cool. Um, I, they might do some stuff with the 3DS as well, since they're still supporting that. Probably do that. a lot of stuff with the 3DS. Probably. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Get rid of mine. That's true. Mm. Uh, probably more port stuff. Stuff that they probably dropped for their, you know, conference. Mm-hmm. That they kind of, like, teased. Because they did a lot of flash teasing during that. Now... Like, here's this. Here's Xenosaga. Here's what could be Monster Hunter. Now, it's about... It's kind of like... Um, it's so weird so xbox mm-hmm. or microsoft uh, to put it on a more macro level planted the seeds last year at e3 because they announced that we're doing something new mm-hmm. like I, I believe they announced scorpio last year at e3 isn't that right it was around there if not there i thought it was i could be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure it was e3 where they're just like we're not showing you you it yet yet but we're gonna if it wasn't in june it was in like july or august it was within that I just remember it being a part of their event or something like that and so they kind of set that stage they had it in a drum like fucking just beat it into our minds Uh for months and months that this is a Scorpio it's going to be more powerful we're not quite going to reveal all the information now it seems like the stage is set for E3 Mm -hmm. of what the fuck it is how much it is yeah uh, what it's real name is because it's definitely not going to be called the Scorpio as cool as that would be I hope it's not called the Xbox 2 that would also suck. <laughs> That's also a failure of branding. 
Um, so you're thinking less of an iteration with this next one and more of a new install. Like, I think they straddled the line for a while mm-hmm. and they wanted to see what PS4 Pro was going to do. And then when they saw that was kind of like, mm, not really setting the world on fire. I mean, they kind of did it with the 1S. I think they might try to... If... if okay, on the backside, if it is not a completely new Xbox, mm-hmm. which it doesn't sound like it is. It is. It's just a beef up, beefed up Xbox yeah. One, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think they would be afraid of trying to market it as the next Xbox. Even call it the next box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I swear That's to God, if I if I hit that on the money that it's called the, the next, next box, one. like <laughs> Phil Spencer better give me a fucking hand job. He was like, "Here's a reverse save room handy," <laughs> just gives, like Coming just in. stares me in the eye, and he's wearing a fucking scale bound T-shirt, just this. jerks me off right there, and I'm like, "Thank you, Philly." <laughs> he's like, "Okay, I need to stop going down that route." Uh, so, okay, what do you think the price is going to be? Because they obviously said that this is supposed to be a uh, Fuck, I think they even use Sony phrasing where it's like, it's a luxury console or some shit like that for the discerning gamer. So probably like... I think it's going to be like... No, dog. You think it's more? No, yeah, dog. I do. Like 500? Or 450 I, at least? I think it's like like 550 is probably on the dollar money. 550? Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah, 550. They have to boast some oh, killer but, specs. But, 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 but yeah, I think they're going to come out of the gate and be like, it's two Terry's. It's two terabytes right okay. off the bat. Two terabytes right off the bat because two Terry has a Blu-ray drive, has all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff, and it's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like that. Mm-hmm. Teraflops, it's cool. gonna flop okay. all over your mom. Yep. Uh, I feel like five hundred is reasonable, but you have to pack in something with that. Five hundred in the pack in. Yeah. Okay. Well, if it launches this year, I can't imagine it being anything more than a fucking Forza game. It's true. And that's the other side of the problem, which is like their original IPs or their first party titles were dropping like fucking flies. Yeah. You know, like you're talking about the Xbox conference, and I'm like, what can they even bring to the table outside of? An that's Xbox? how I feel right like, now. I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think they're gonna announce? Like, yeah, they're Software gonna drop Halo Six. Wise. You think so? They're gonna show you Halo Six, and it's probably gonna be a CG goddamn trailer. If mm-hmm. they show you an actual slice of gameplay, I would fucking, I, I will give you, my, I will give my next paycheck to Kiki Wolf Kill. <laughs> I will. Uh, otherwise, I don't. I. I think they're going to show you another fucking announcement trailer that's not exactly indicative of the game that's coming out. Probably. But they're going to try to get you pumped for Halo 6, which is probably going to come out maybe holiday next year. Okay. I I bet money on that. And that if they would, will either start the show with Halo 6 or end the show with Halo 6. Would they be the ones announcing a new Destiny whatever? Like if there was more Destiny 2 stuff? No, that's Sony. That's, that's Sony, Sony now. now. Because oh, sure. uh, Bungie got into bed with uh, Sony for some of that stuff. So okay. like, Because like, even on your fucking retail copy of Destiny, it said like PlayStation exclusive content or timed exclusive content. Oh, okay. So I think they're in bed with them. Because Activision is in bed with Sony. Sony, yeah. Because Call of Duty and Destiny. Okay. So yeah. Oh yeah, so I can't think of shit else that they would exactly, announce, which and that's is really such a problem. So they so the that puts them in both a bad and a good place. Mm-hmm. Bad place because we're like, well, what the fuck to expect? Yeah. But since we have no expectation, exactly, they can drop a bombshell on us and be like, all right, guys, remember how Scalebound was canceled? <laughs> it's out right now. Download it on your fucking Xbox. The thing is, I don't remember them impressing us last year. Like, no. I can't remember what they announced. Not the at all. The Sony conference stole it last year. Yes, it did, and it's been doing that consistently, and I think that's another thing that uh, I think Sony's going to try to go for the same shit. Uh, but but they're on thinner ice because they started spreading out that goodwill mm-hmm. for their own conference at PSX. Yeah. So it's like that had some fucking bombastic announcements. Mm. 
And then it's like, well, what the fuck could you have at E3? But, like, they so far have been just doing a, a fucking rising dragon punch every time. That's true. I mean, if they had bi- biannual conferences like that and they keep bringing it, like, right. shit. Because like, they did it already between, mm-hmm. like, uh, E3 last year and PSX. So. I, I can't even fathom what they might uh, fucking hit us with now. Because so we have some guarantees. Probably Days Gone By. Or not Days Gone Days by. Gone. Days, days gone. gone. I yeah. think they're going to show a little more Days Gone. Uh, I think they're going to show... Uh, obviously, they're going to show some Spider-Man. Obviously, they're going to show some God of War. Mm-hmm. But besides that... It's we're, kind of like their ball. We're not going to get another Last of Us 2 anything, unless they give us another teaser. Imagine if they actually showed us a little gameplay from that. Eh. They might even end the night with that. That's my prediction. Do you think so? They're going to end you know, the night with be, some actual gameplay of that I game. feel like that'd be so soon. Ba, 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 I mean, ba, it would just ba, ba, be a tech demo, though. Just Yeah, exactly. So. I'm like, no, no, no. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a promise, not a guarantee. Yeah. And maybe they didn't even put a fucking date on it. Like, no date. No mm-hmm. date. We just showed you some gameplay. Because they do that sometimes. They're going to do that. Because, yeah. like, I think they... I think they, um, when they're crafting Last of Us, they know that like Sony puts a little pressure on them, just like, hey man, mm-hmm. we want you to be a cornerstone at our conferences. Mm-hmm. That includes E three. You can't just like have no Naughty Dog <laughs> at one of the E threes. You know. I so, mean, I imagine we'll see a little more of the Lost Legacy. Uh, we'll see some of the. Maybe I feel like it's like that one's almost ready made. You know, yeah, it's. it's probably soon to come out like you can't really show much else of it they already showed eight minutes of the beginning so you just i feel like that would just be padding time that's true you know because it's like uncharted 4 was a much bigger deal because it's like fuck this is the first ps4 uncharted this is the last drake adventure you know it's like that's why every time you saw something you paid attention Mm now this one's like i'm I'm ready to be surprised by lost legacy i don't Mm -hmm. need to see any more of it you know sure so I, i i hope they keep that in mind but I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna drop something big and they're they're gonna revive something for sure. Always, that's how you get the biggest reaction from a crowd. Revive something. Mm. So it's gonna be a franchise we haven't thought about in a while. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. A Sony franchise we haven't mm-hmm. thought about in a while. I don't think it. I don't think it's gonna be a, a medieval situation. I do think yeah. it's gonna be something closer to not even like Odd World. No, 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 not even. That's not. I don't well, think that'd be big now. enough. I, well, yeah, tech, yeah, sort of. Like they they jumped on board with the Xbox brand mm-hmm. for a little while. And then now they're multi-plat again. But what could it be? What's the biggin', you know? Fucking brand new Spyro? That'd be I, cool. That'd I be feel... really cool because I'm thinking of the mascots. Like, I imagine I'd see something from Jack and Daxter mm-hmm. or we're, we're probably going to see something from Crash because that's coming out this summer. Yeah, but Crash is, like, almost done. And then maybe Ratchet and Clank, but I was like, no, we need something else. So if they came out with a new Spyro, that'd be killer. Might be new Spyro? Because been a while it's been a long while since the ps2 i don't think it's spyro though no i think they're gonna hit us they're they're most certainly gonna hit us with new ip but here's a question what's from software gonna bust out everyone wants bloodborne 2 Mm -hmm. but i don't think it's gonna be bloodborne 2 there's a rumor that it's a new ip Mm -hmm. but that's so not substantiated trust me i want it to be bloodborne 2 and be cool bloodborne and Dark Souls are at this kind of precipice where they're they're bigger than ever. Mm. So if you did say like here's Bloodborne two, recognition would light up across that fucking room. It wouldn't be one of those like oh here's another niche Japanese showing. Like, you know we would know. No people would be like oh fuck when the fuck is Bloodborne yeah. two coming out? Especially coming off of like a game like Neo where people probably wanted yeah, more from software. For sure. Game. So for sure, I I think against all odds there will be Bloodborne Bloodborne two. Mm-hmm. I against all odds. Okay. I'm going to say that's going to happen. That they're going to end with some Last of Us gameplay. Mm-hmm. 
and that's gonna be a showstopper right there okay okay big claim right there it is a big claim yeah but i think it's gonna happen okay shit i'm gonna bet you some money uh, I imagine we'll see a little more of Assassin's Creed. Okay. I think that's something... Oh, I didn't even fucking mention. No, it's absolutely guaranteed that uh, Ubisoft's yeah. their Monday conference that they're going to show Assassin's Creed Origins, is what it's called, okay. where apparently you go to Egypt in this Same. one. I've been wanting that since I played it too. Me too. Like the, It just felt like the place for that game. I mean, I've place. wanted a feudal Japan setting much, 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 much yeah, more, same. but you I could do Egypt. Good. Yeah. I could do Egypt for sure. Could you imagine the tombs there and like all the stuff they could set up? Uh, it'd be so cool. Right. Yeah, that one. And I like that they took a break because it seems like more time went into this one. I think they understand that now where it's like, you yeah. know what? We need to come out every two years instead of every year. Yeah, because the every year ones like or the in-between major ones didn't work. <sighs> and then like the Syndicate weird... was great. Black Flag was great. But the ones in between. Eh, and then the weird so spinoff ones. Yeah, yeah. like And then it's like it, the Ezio trilogy didn't need to happen. No, I don't think it did very like, well. Like, Brotherhood either. didn't need to happen. You could have taken that year off and then released Revelations, like, yeah. after the fact. I'm down for another Assassin's Creed. Syndicate was so good. I know! And, nobody, and... But people are so burned out by it that they just don't want to believe you. They didn't even give it a fucking no, chance. Hardly anybody played that one. I would try and push on people all the time when I used to work at GameStop. And they're like, I don't really know. Like, I don't really do Assassin's Creed. It's really good, though. Anymore. I was like, like no, it's me. actually fucking good. Like, <laughs> like, the story's good, the gameplay's good. And the they, character, like the main protagonist, great. And they borrowed major. everything that you love from Far Cry. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be at Ubisoft for sure. Far Cry Far 5. Cry 5. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Well, that was announced, I think, either today or yesterday. That's coming out February 28th. No, they announced that with the release. Oh, did they? Or I'm sorry, not the release, but the actual... When they tease it. Teaser trailer. It. Cool. And then you got a, a love sidebar on that. Mm-hmm. I love the reaction to that game where it's like, they're demonizing real America. <laughs> like... Yeah, maybe it should be. Maybe. Motherfucker. <laughs> you gotta hold the lens up sometimes to show how we are. That's a bold fucking move, but I wouldn't expect anything less from a French company. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> like, what is their stake, you know? It's yeah. like, eh, we just got a San Francisco office. It's okay if we have to shut it down. <laughs> like, you know? It's like, we make these in Montreal. Shut up, yeah. yikes. <laughs> so, what I'm, you, I'm actually really excited about that one. What do you think we're gonna get from Square Enix? Square Enix. I think we're gonna get... A drip feed, probably. From these We've been getting drip feeds for years. We're not gonna get release dates. No. I think, I think the one little, we already know that Final Fantasy Seven uh, remake is in trouble. Yeah, it's been pushed back again. And it's in trouble. Pushed back, and now it's thrown internally rather than having Cyber Connect Two do it. And by the way, I could have told you from the offset that Cyber Connect Two shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. They're famous for doing uh, Naruto arena fighters. And one time they made Asura's Wrath, which is not really a game. It's an anime where you press X sometimes. Mm. You don't give these fuckers Final Fantasy. I'm so sorry. But I would even make the argument you don't give Square Enix Final Fantasy these days. You shouldn't. (laughs) Like, like both of these camps are wrong. Abysmally bad. So we're not going to see that. Well, we may see something from it. We're not going to see. We're not going to get it. News. We're not going to get it. We're not going to get it. Um, Same with Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3, I believe we may actually see a much grander expose from it. Okay. I mean to say that they're just going to show you a new level, a new world, or some shit like yeah. that. And that's it. Maybe it's throw gonna... some Marvel characters or some fucking Jedis in there. For right. Fun. And then literally throw the phrase coming soon on it. Yeah. And it means nothing. That game's in trouble, too. I would say. I yeah. would say that there's some issues right there. Uh, um, I think... 
I'm more interested in Square's Western showing. If they if they can show off some games that might pique our interest. And for instance, if they show off something from this uh, rumored Shadow of the Tomb Raider title, mm-hmm. not rumored, actually, it's definitely in development. That'd be cool, you know. Or maybe even uh, show us the uh, the fruits of their loins when it comes to their Marvel deal. Hmm. Be like, hey, by the way, here's some fucking. That was so recently announced. I know. So I don't know what they would do with that, uh... other than tease something real short. Maybe something um, real, real, real fucking short. So. But other than that, I mean, Nier already came out, so yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else I want from you, Square. Not right now. Hmm. I guess show me. You're gonna show me some fucking Final Fantasy 15 DLC. I'm not gonna buy. Yeah. Is that what you're gonna do? Probably. Is that your move, Square? I imagine we're gonna see a bit of DLC here and there. I don't know. I'm not excited to see anything from them as much as I could be. You know, they're published off. Sure. Yeah. develop stuff not yeah, as much yeah, yeah. so their other branches maybe. yeah they did some cool stuff there yeah um other than who that who are you missing who's a big and we're missing no one right cause like the show I'm, sure, I'm sure we're missing some the showcases are EA which mm-hmm. they're gonna obviously show us Battlefront 2 of course there's no predictions to be made there uh, they're gonna show us the new Need for Speed finally payback mm-hmm. some gameplay of it maybe they're gonna talk about sports for like 15 minutes and we're gonna fucking go into a coma <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna wake up after and be like where's Peter Moore yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes they can surprise you I if okay it's not a prediction this is my wish list mm-hmm. next gen dead space it'd be cool you would fucking uh, you would wake some people up I don't think it's gonna happen no I think EA is split elsewhere with that and Visceral is doing other things as well with like the new Star Wars IP don't even give it to Visceral don't oh. give it to Visceral. No. Mm. I know, right? No. no. It, Don't even give it to Visceral. I, I would say give I, it to another studio. I have to disagree with that. Do you think so? I do. I mean, if EA stepped out of the picture a little bit and uh, didn't have their hand in the, the property like they did with 3, okay. let well, Visceral do its own thing. I want, I want you to look at this And way. go back to the studio. The the creative heads of Part 1 actually oh. moved on before Part 2. They moved on to work at uh, Treyarch. Okay. And then Part 2 was different studio, and I think Part 2 is... Or not different studio, but different... Uh, management behind the scenes still mm-hmm. the visceral name yeah but different eyes on it or different you know hands making it mm-hmm. and i think dead space 2 is a superior game yes i don't think it's a scarier game i just think it's a superior video game and a superior experience mm-hmm. and then part three is just a garbage fire but yeah. half of a garbage fire i like the thing vibe to it mm-hmm. but the rest is a garbage fire um with four maybe new eyes need to get on it maybe it isn't a sequel and maybe it's not a reboot either it's in the universe. Mm-hmm. It's a new story. You're doing an Andromeda, and I know that didn't work out yeah. so well the first time, but we're just we're going somewhere else with Dead Space okay. because I feel like they hit this fucking wall with that franchise and that story. But how do you do something different with that? Like, yeah, you have Isaac Clarke's story. It's over. Whatever. But the markers are still there. You're still going to have mm-hmm. some like replay there and repetitive nature. No, yeah. I think there's definite cornerstones The, the, the way they went on. out with 3, they did it as big as they could. They overdid that fucking blockbuster. And, that, and that's the amazing thing. So look at Resident Evil 7. Mm-hmm. That's not the biggest, most bombastic game in the series, but it mm-hmm. is one of the best. I think they have that similar philosophy to Dead Space. They scale it back. Like, let's scale back. Let's just focus on what really works about Dead Space and Mm -hmm. just, like, try to fucking hit that on the nail. I think you could do something really special with Dead Space. But I think they would need Visceral for that. You think Visceral? I think so. I think they get what that that series is about. Yeah, but Visceral made fucking uh, Battlefield Hardline. I don't fucking believe in them anymore. I'm sorry. Some people thought that was okay. Who? I never played it. I know people like that game. 
people people like a lot of things that's that aren't true. good. There's a lot of people that like but bad things. It's fine. My thing is, they get gameplay, they get sound design, they get what made that series scary. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Um, um, would I be excited? Sure. But I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to announce it. No, yeah, no, no. I, I think it's going to take a lot of time between yeah. Dead Space for them to come up with something. And it's going to take a lot of time to uh, convince EA to keep on. To bring it back, because 3 yeah. didn't do too well. No, it didn't. The and that, that was there. the reason why they uh, shuttered the doors on that, so... We'll see. Otherwise, EA can't really do yeah. anything to make me hard. Honestly. Unless they show something from that Dylan game. That Bob Dylan <laughs> video game. Maybe. That's about it. Um, it'd be cool to see some indie stuff. Uh, maybe something from that game company. Uh, yeah, that would be a cool, cool kind of... But but that game's going multi-plat, even though, uh, yeah. even though uh, you think, like, oh, that would be a cool fucking addition to the Sony showcase. But, yeah. but E3 would be a cool place to... To show off Bring it whatever that is supposed to I forgot the name of it. They talked about it quite a bit. It wasn't really a name. No? It was just their next game. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It was like a few Concept photos art. and, yeah. and yeah. thoughts about it, yeah. That that was all I really... <laughs> and something about interconnectivity and all mm. this shit, so... We'll see. We'll see about that. It'd be cool. I mean, there's a lot of potential, for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, as we're like, probably entering like the last like few years of like the system's life cycle, they're going to pump out some good games using that architecture. That's true. That's true, and that's something I don't think people are like realizing. Like, you know, we're we're at the halfway point. Yeah. So we're gonna get into this the the end game mm-hmm. for these consoles. I mean, look where a lot of the best PS3 games came. They came from mm-hmm. the end, like fucking. It's true. Whether you look at Uncharted Three or you look at The Last of Us, you look at Dead Space Two. Like that was towards the end. <laughs> Dead Space Two is towards the end. Yeah, it's 2011. <sighs> Last I mean, years. technically, I think. They're, they have still been putting out games for the PS3. But mm-hmm. it's it's closer to the end of, like, you know, what we know that they've been putting out. Oh, yeah, so it's so. it's it's a twilight stretch. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll see. We will see, won't we? So we're actually going to do uh, a big old E3 episode, kind of talking about the conferences for sure. We haven't really decided how... Well, I know what I have decided. Okay. And you can join in with your thoughts, but you'll probably be schlocking some, some coffee. Well, but, tell me your thoughts. Uh, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do live tweet sessions as you do at Save Room Show on Twitter. By the way, we're gonna do some live tweet sessions of the conferences as they occur. I don't have to work for another 19 days, nice. so <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Okay. And if you guys want to follow that and check that out, please and engage and talk to us and be like, hey, that was really sardonic. I you I, I think you have a big <laughs> you, get, you got some wit there. I like that. You got some wit. But otherwise, I think we're going to do an episode after. We're going to do an episode after. Just to recap conference. thoughts, impressions. Which all is that. actually more of like midweek at that yeah. point because all these conferences will be done by Monday. Yeah, it's going to be a little less like this episode, probably a bit more. It's going to be just E3 focus for sure, guys. To talk about. So if you're sick about uh, sick of hearing about E3 by then, well, yeah. I can't help you. I can't help you. <laughs> this is like the biggest thing in gaming every year. Sorry. Okay. But is there any closing statements that you want to drop on these people now that you're an official Washingtonian? Um, no, absolutely not. Okay. That's not that I can think of, you know, like, uh, what can I say? That's fair enough. Uh, Seattle it, Dan, as they'll call me. Uh, Seattle Dan says, uh, well, if you don't hear from us uh, next week either, uh, it means the ghost in our staircase <laughs> murdered us, pushed us down. While we were trying to bring up our uh, Jimmy Johns. <laughs> so, uh, pray for us. Uh, otherwise, I think that'll wrap it up, kids. 
Appreciate your ears, as always, and uh, keep on listening to us. Please. We rely on it. And your feedback and your interactions and everything that you want to give us. We truly do. Again, that's at Save Room Show, and we're going to try to post consistently every week from now on. Now that we are Seattle-lance. Oh, that one, Seattle? That's not what it was, huh? No. No, okay. Good well, effort. That's fine. You, you make good efforts, Kevin. I'll give you that. And that's what I do. I've been Kevin. And I'm Daniel. And please remember to save your game. Sick. And call on a priest to get away, get the staircase ghost out of your home. What's he doing up there? Get him out of here. Gas him. I hate him.